0: Welcome to the Whispers of the Soul podcast, hosted by Sally Admarla and Sibby Spencer. Every week we dive into spiritually rich topics to create conscious conversations to help you, the listener, deepen into your own soul wisdom and practice. The space we create through our discussions invites you into your own inner world we explore ours and our guest speakers. We come together to share stories, creativity, wisdom, insights and laughter. If you feel it's time to become more curious about your own uniquely creative expressive self that makes you, well, you, then you are in good Well, hello and welcome everybody. This is episode 10 um, and we're going to be talking about the perks and quirks of relationships. So, yes, it's that time of year, that special day.
1: It is. Could it be any more apt, Sibby? Well, no, because it is Valentine's Day. Oh, I love you. (laughs) I love you too.
0: Sibby bought me some flowers, which I think is just awesome. And well, in return, I gave Sibby some milk tray. So, I mean, you can't get much more romantic than that. No. And you? I didn't have to wear a black jumpsuit and try and break in any windows either. Exactly. No. That's only a reference that you will understand if, if you're ancient <laughs> if you're like really me. really <laughs> Anyway, I'm Sally and I'm Sibby. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, so, yes, let's kick off with, with, a, with a really... Easy, hard, I mean it depends which way you look at it.
1: Wonky. <laughs> Willy wonky. <laughs> Let's not go down that road again. Oh goodness, we're in a silly mood. We, we are. Just to warn, just to we warn. Are. You. We are. But it's the day of love
0: <laughs> so we're, we're just, we've been uplifted. Yes. Uplifted by this glorious day and you know we've just been literally just been watching the postman dragging a whole sack down my driveway. I mean,
1: he was sweating. He was. He was cursing you for being so adored.
0: I know. Like I, I heard know. him. Literally. And then <laughs> the man with the flowers knocked him out because he was trying to get down as well.
1: Well, there was a whole roadblock on Sally's And just cul-de-sac. so,
0: so difficult. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's a roadblock on your cul-de-sac.
0: <laughs> I'll get through the pile later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> She'll be opening them for weeks.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> So relationship, Sibby. I mean, yes, indeed. Where do we start? Let's start with let's start with our experiences, our journey. I mean, oh I goodness. think when we start off in life, you know, we're we're quite naive, we're quite vulnerable, we're sort of open to everything. We walk into everything thinking, yeah, everything's wonderful, and then shit hits the fan, and yeah, it's not quite as wonderful. But I think as you get older, I think there's this natural evolving of relationships it's like what once appealed or what once mm. you were attracted to no longer you are this idea of some friends fall away some different friends come in so there's yeah
1: there's
0: there is definitely sorry about this folks because it's
1: the j word but there's definitely a journey well it's it. definitely a journey i feel like it's been um, a journey <clears throat> yes for me uh in regards to both rela- romantic relationships and Friendships actually, mm. although I think the friendship side of things was perhaps more of a universe um, lesson, you know. Sort of, yeah. oh, I'll keep sending you these people um, and you can make friends with them, and then they will really sort of be very toxic. And <laughs> until <laughs> you learn how to deal with that, I will just send you even more. And thankfully, I've always had really solid friendships as well, yeah you know, at the same time. Yes. Um, but so, but I think with romantic relationships, I've done a lot of soul searching about those, and I, I, I think there's a lot of um, influence from your own, you know, your own upbringing, your own, mm. the relationships around you when you were a child, and how they, how that modelled. affects you. <clears <clears <throat> and it's I almost think...
0: modelled, weren't they, for us? Uh, yeah, really very influenced by what was, yeah, shown.
1: And I had a very, uh, my mum was on her own and she was very independent, didn't need a male. Um, my dad wasn't around and we do have, you know, we do have a relationship, but it wasn't a father, mm. you know, not, not, certainly not like a typical father daughter relationship. And I think that affected me with boys. I was very, very, I just used to fall completely in love head mm. over heels with boys and it was yeah. like they were going to fill every, you know, every gap. Um, and I was very vocal about it, and they very would, they would complete you. Yes, <laughs> Movie which reference. ties in. Yeah, you complete me. But yeah, oh, I... <laughs> you did it too. Oh, great. <laughs> but yeah, that needs oh, men <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, Clint, that's my husband. <laughs> Obviously, needs you. I need. I need right. you. It's okay. Um, but yeah, that that I felt actually when I met. Like I like you say, I think you learn. You learn, and yes. I, I remember very so slowly. I remember feeling that every time I met someone, I got a bit more of what I needed or wanted, yeah. and then but, but it didn't quite tick all the boxes. Not mm-hmm. that I had a, an a actual checklist. list, <laughs> but then I knew what I wanted and I, what well, I knew what worked, and I knew. And then I think you know yourself better, and you know that you can provide some of the. Mm. You know that the support that you need actually can can come from you. Yeah. So you're not going into a relationship looking to get something from that person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which I think is a big
0: element because, you know, that sort of then puts you down that path of codependency and, and um, having these almost unsaid expectations, which then causes dysfunction and there's not mm. clear communication and it a lot of it's to do with what you need, but you you're perhaps not in full awareness of what you need, therefore you can't communicate it, but it's still creating waves in the relationship. And and vice versa, you know, the yeah. person also. So it's there's definitely something about kind of I think we tend to attract people either <clears throat> romantic relationships or friendships that that either kind of you know are attracted in the ways that the opposites might be attracted or attracted in the, in the ways that similarities might be attracted so it might be that you share a similar wound for example yeah um but I think the in my experience anyway the more kind of inner work I did the more healed or <clears throat> whole or this idea of self-love which I know still you know curls people's toes to think about <laughs> but but actually it's it's so true though this is the thing i know it sounds like oh, oh, you know but it's so true i think the more Definitely. comfortable and and you know s- loving you can be or like holding the space for yourself compassionate kind towards yourself then the more likely it is you're going to be you're going to attract a partner that also will treat you that way or has those same values Definitely. Because when you're younger you kinda of, well for me, I mean I was a mess. I just mm. I was a mess and I attracted relationships all bar one that that um showed me how much of a mess I mm. was. Um, you know, um I had one experience where it was literally a sort of a soulmate true love kind of experience, but and that lasted for three years. But apart from that it's it's really been a muddle for me and this mm. has been part of my journey as well because I wanted to touch on this because I know a lot of listeners can relate to being an empath um, and if you're an empath relationships can be s- slightly more complicated and difficult mm. because especially if you're a, an empath and you don't know you're an empath yeah which was me for years um, but you know being empathic and, and thinking about having an intimate relationship it's it's difficult yeah it's difficult even when you're aware but when you're not aware it's even more difficult and of course there's a lot of people you know that I follow Dr Christian Northrup um there's that uh, Dr Olaf they all talk about the dynamic between empaths and narcissists and I and I don't mean it in a literal as in you're an empath you're a narcissist there's lots of shades of that mm. it might just be that somebody has slight narcissistic tendencies they're not a full-blown narcissist or like bordering on psychopath um but they attract each other because of this wound like so the narcissist knows that the empath will give mm. and the empath can see something that they might be able to fix yeah but not in a in a in a I'll take you over way just in a genuine oh god I can see your pain and I really want to help yeah but it obviously it backfires um so there's this dynamic and then it kind of becomes really really hard and so for me I was having that experience with relationships I was having that experience with a couple of friends but not all like you I had some really good friends Mm -hmm. as well um and it was sort of that mirror would refuse to go until I really understood what was being reflected back and what these um dynamics were and it and it highlighted for me things like boundaries I had no boundaries no it was like hey everybody Walk all over me.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but I, know I didn't know. I, I didn't know I was doing no, that. I no. just
0: I just did not know how to set healthy boundaries. No. There was there was nothing in my childhood that demonstrated that or showed me what that was about. Um, and and if anything, to have a healthy boundary meant you were being selfish. That yeah. was my belief when I was younger.
1: Well, I think because it's it's I I struggled with that because I often would find myself in a situation where. Whether whether it was um, romantic or a, fr- a friend, mm. where I was being um, walked over and treated not not how I should be treated. Yeah. Um. But then when I started to, sometimes I would really I don't know if you can relate, but sometimes when I was trying to become more assertive in my life or trying to create boundaries, I'd do it I'd do it wrong. So I'd I actually. Sometimes mm. I'd create the boundary with the wrong person, or yeah. or, or yeah. the wrong um, the wrong strength of boundary. Do you know, what? I'd like be assertive, and actually, then I'd think, oh no, but actually, that wasn't very nice. So it's mm. like, if it doesn't come naturally to you, or you've not been shown it clearly, yeah. you know, it is really difficult to get this balance of like looking after yourself, yeah, and being the kind person that you want to be you know the 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 kind and loving person that you want to be is yeah. really really difficult because I I know now that I'm an empath didn't know probably mm. for a while but I know I had a boyfriend who used to call me a hypersensor
0: really? which I
1: really like that probably before empath became a yeah he used to say you're a hypersensor you, you know you feel everything yeah just literally feel everything mm. really yeah. strongly
0: well i think you know there's a lot of references as well to highly sensitive people mm.
1: um
0: hsps Ooh. oh the acronym can <laughs> i be one of those hsps i'm like this sounds like a sauce that you put with yeah. your chips
1: <laughs> or a printer H <laughs> P. Hey, oh yeah HSTs,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it print hey it prints out highly sensitive documents yeah. oh my oh. god that was so bad <laughs> oh dear uh, that was, uh, that was t- worse than the you, postman you joke can, you can tell what this is
1: going to be like <laughs>
0: but no highly sensitive people and how many times are we hearing now about highly sensitive kids
1: yeah you know and
0: it's I this I, I think i mentioned in the group the spiritual development group that i run that um which is
1: awesome by the way
0: woop, woop, well i facilitate amazing. um i think i mentioned there that i personally believe that's where as sort of humanity as humankind is evolving too i think we're all going to to feel more Mm. as we go through this ascension period as we as we go through this transition and I think even as we go through our evolving as a human being from how we were when we were you know younger teens Mm. 20s to how we are as we get older it's there's a natural progression we don't stay the same no you know and there's this natural progression and I think that Some people can seem very cut off from it, and then other people are very open to it. And I I think that's where we're headed. Um, And so I think it's going to become more. What I'm trying to say is, I think it's going to become more apparent and more obvious in our younger ones, in the younger generation. I think they're more aware, more sensitive, more connected, feeling things. If if you associate as being highly sensitive, you might experience things like overwhelm in a crowded space. You might struggle with a lot of loud noise. You might um, need some alone time to kind of re- reboot yourself, or mm-hmm. kind of give your battery a, <laughs> a boost. Um, you you sort of have a sense of knowing about how people might be feeling around you without them telling you because you because because you're empathic. You're picking up on feelings, and this isn't just social cues. This isn't just no. being smart about recognizing hand signaling, body gestures, tone. This is something else. This is feeling deeply what the other person is feeling
1: and that's I mean I've had that for a long time Mm. I don't even know when that started but that's quite hard to deal with isn't it because you that that and that's where I think the challenge one of the challenges for an empath isn't it massive challenges knowing what is your what what you're feeling about it because mm. what happens to me and has happened in the past is <clears throat> what the other person and, it, and it's literally like it doesn't even have to be they don't have to be there mm-hmm. I can just sense oh yeah that person's feeling this about me but then what what happens is that those feelings become my feelings and I then I want to fix that's my that's my yeah. pa- then I want to fix it
0: and that's the internalizing
1: Pop. yeah <laughs> <But coughs> because a lot of like, yeah. the
0: time we internalize but we don't realize that we're doing that and we don't yeah. realize that it's separate from us
1: and all, yes and the most freeing thing for me that I've one of the many things that I've learned over the f- past few years is you can't control how other people think of what they think of you how mm. they feel mm. you cannot control those things <clears throat> they are out of your control mm-hmm. they are not even your business I yeah. love that idea no, it I, is not your business that I read that quote a few yeah. years
0: ago and it, and it's so true because you know unless they're sort of you know going around slandering you yeah I mean slightly, that's different slightly different but
1: and it's also different <clears> if you're if you're doing obviously if you were doing something to to upset somebody or whatever but generally speaking this mm. worrying and concern that we have yeah. about what other people feeling about mm. our actions or a feeling mm. about us yeah it, it it, we need to realize that that is separate from yes us
0: and we need <laughs> to be aware of this fix it thing yes oh, so yes, the fix it <clears> thing. obviously I, I do work with a lot of empaths and I talk about the um energy transactions that are going on um, which is kind of just another layer to sort of understanding from a psychological point of view or just just an emotional point of view it's it kind of adds another layer of what's actually being passed back and forth. What is this consistent feedback loop of energy Mm -hmm. that's going on between two people? And it's really interesting when you, you know, you start to delve into that. But this, um, you know, the creating boundaries, the trying to fix it, the picking up on emotions, it all can feel a little bit much. And what tends to happen with empaths is they merge they merge into mm. the other person, and so where they end and the other person begins becomes really blurry, and this idea of sense of self starts to get lost, and that will, that can happen through friendships or just mm. life. It doesn't have to be you know one particular intimate relationship that that empaths experience this, but it's this: who am I? <clears throat> what do I like? Mm. What do I want to do? This all gets put on the side because they're they're so. Um, involved with the other person,
1: yeah. are they okay?
0: What can I do to help them? And even with the communication, their their mind, their energy is is leaving their body and going to this other person
1: to inquire. And there is also the kind of with say so with romance There is other factors, aren't there, at play? But well, like with romantic relationships there's attraction so you know mm. you can be so attracted to somebody yeah that you get you know that's what pulls you in and then yeah. you can find yourself in this sort of you know power like they've got power over you because of that mm. um so there's that isn't there and and it's obviously a different sort of dynamic with friendships but it's very much about power it does feel like there's a lot of power um issues you know that can surface with relationships this sort of yeah. dynamic of not overpowering the other person and, and not think, giving your power away
0: don't you think that feels quite in terms of ego and soul don't you think that yeah. feels very ego based in in that it, what i mean is it's coming from a place of lack or fear as in mm. i need to have it yeah because you know if we think about the fifth dimensional consciousness, or we think about unity consciousness, or we think about the collective, or having experience together, this idea of unity, there is no battle for power because we all share the same power. We all share yeah. share the same source. Yeah. So it kind of naturally, organically, is equal anyway. Yeah. So it's almost for me anyway. It feels like this this power grab is coming from a place of fear, coming from a place of lack, coming from a place of scarcity. Yeah. There's not enough
1: yeah it's, it is isn't it and it's and it's looking it's it's. I mean I know we talk about 3D uh, as in sort of physical world yeah, don't you, yeah. we Yeah. and I think if we're in that 3D and we're not connected perhaps to other sources of energy mm. or whatever mm-hmm. then you do look to you may well look to somebody else another mm. person mm. for that to fill your gaps yeah. to kind of Yeah. You know. But I think to go on a spirit a spiritual journey is to is to look within, isn't it? And to look at your own relationship with yourself. The relationship with yourself, basically, yeah. Mm. And how you can nourish that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I I don't know what you feel, but I've certainly I have put put the time in And I do feel, and I have got a very, you know, and, and relationship-wise, I've got a really loving, supportive relationship where we're very much. I feel with two holes, yeah, as in W H O L E, not hole. <laughs> two <laughs> holes that holes. that work together. That that work together. Does yeah. that make sense? We're no, not a half right. and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and but also with regards to, like, how uh, I feel about myself, I've done a lot of, he- you know, healing work, a lot of kind of getting to know yourself is really important, mm. isn't it? And Massively.
0: I didn't know who I was in my 20s. I mean, I could give all the right answers, but if I was, you know, trying to really hone in on that question, I'd, I had no idea. Mm. And, you know, a lot of the time, I realised I was never really it sounds a bit weird I know but in myself i was not i was kind of absent i was checked out yeah i was functioning i was surviving so i wasn't really in that space anyway mm-hmm. to find out not until i did some of my you know i realized a lot of my trauma my stress my triggers triggers is another one you know pe- you know when you get triggered there's something else there that's that's not just about the situation that's triggered you
1: you know, I, didn't, yeah. I
0: didn't understand that at first either. I'm thinking, why do I feel like this? I mean, it was awful, some of my triggers. Mm. It can't just be about this one situation. And of course it wasn't, but the situation triggered a similar situations or similar feelings that emerged from the situation that yeah. I'd not healed or dealt with. And so it's, yeah. like, it's like just one massive learning
1: it really experience
0: is. that I don't think we ever fully Nail and and learn yeah. a bit like life. I mean, it's just we learn a lot from life through relationships. I mean, it's we a do. big part of our learning experience. I think we've talked a lot about quirks, Sibby. Should we talk about perks? Perks. What in your experience, your wise self? Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Sibby writes far What do you think? You know, accounts for a what feels like a really nice healthy relationship whether that's partner loving or whether that's a friendship but something that kind of you know the perks of it what nourishes you what likes you what what you get from it what's
1: oh when I think of like the the best relationships in my life I think are the people that I can be completely myself with like Mm. I know that I to be with all my Little quirks and weird behavior and dark places, and you know, all of the things that make up a human being can be my like absolutely completely myself. Mm-hmm. With and I have people in my life like that, and that to me is the most valuable. And I also have a, a husband like that, mm-hmm. which not everybody can say about their partner. I know sometimes people have friends that they feel like that with, but they perhaps don't have. A, part, a partner that they yeah. which is fine cuz they might no, not true. you might, might not be. need it to be yeah. with your partner but i realized as i went along i needed a partner like that too yeah. yeah you know i need i need that in my life and i need those relationships just to feel that i can just turn to somebody and just mm. go blah this is because as you know i like to say or as my husband likes to say i'm a little quirky no a little bit quirky you. <laughs> 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 which is a very I'd have never polite way. <laughs> but you know, I think I think that's all the so, best people are quirky. All the best people Aren't are quirky. They? But that is definitely a massive thing for me. And and I think also that um not restricting not being restricted. Mm. I think I think healthy relationship to me is you're not you don't feel restricted yeah. in your soul's journey like you feel that you can yeah you can follow your heart and mm. you can you know in your life you can follow your heart you can follow your dreams and I, I'm very lucky because I've got you know like uh, including Clint but and friends that are, are just there and as I wend my way through yeah whatever I decide to do <laughs> and they're there kind of going and to be yeah! continued no, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Cheerleaders, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, Cheerleaders for you. Yeah. And
0: that, I think that's a big part of it, isn't it? So when mm. you have friends that see the best in you, yeah, that reflect that, that yeah. talk to you about that, that can encourage you and champion you on, particularly when you're flagging. Yeah. You know, sometimes Definitely. a really good friend that can come in and kind of almost pick you up and dust you down. I mean, they're quite they're invaluable, really, aren't they? Because well, they're I- the sort of people that... That do really keep you going. When well, you, you don't know to. how
1: you've got... I know, I don't know how I've got through with certain mm. people not dragging me up off the... Yeah. You know. But also, like you're saying, you've touched on something really, really good there because it's, it's that... No People who know that your essence is good. Yeah. So even if you mess up big time, mm-hmm. you need people around you that know... Yeah. ...that that's all it is. It's a mistake and it's yeah. not you... As a person, yeah, you've just done, you yeah, know, like, yeah, like I'm not going to say that but I want to say to swear, but yeah, you've messed up. <laughs> <laughs> we can
0: beep it out, <laughs> yeah, with our beep machine in the, in the editing. Beep, beep, That's our beep
1: machine. <laughs> I can't beeping, but beep, leave it. <laughs> for beep's sake. <laughs> but when you massively beep up, yeah, you've got people there, yeah, who believe in you.
0: You do, and and that's you know that's something that I think is 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 so important because you know a lot of the time we experience people around us that focus on the stuff that we did get wrong and focus on mm. the on the mistakes we made, and I think that's a bit of what you were saying about the restriction. It's when we feel a judgment or an yeah. expect, unsaid expectations. Boy, are they big Ooh, tripper-uppers. Gosh, I mean. Yeah. You're in a dynamic with somebody, and they have these unsaid expectations of you. Mm. And if you don't meet them, you know, if you if you don't psychically tune in to what these expect said expectations are, and the reason why most of people don't verbalize them is because they know how ridiculous they'd sound if they did. Yeah, you know, you don't meet them is is because you don't know what they what they are. That's not been communicated, even if said on un, un, unsaid expectation was coming from a place where there might be some sadness or they just really wanted to be seen or heard mm. you know you feel that don't you you feel oh, yeah. pressure you feel yeah. judgement you think well what I don't know what they were expecting from me obviously I've failed miserably or I've not reached the bar it's that awareness isn't it that yeah. can you know can really make you so if you're in a relationship with somebody like you say that's um, that gets you for who you are allows you to be yourself champions you on and knows that if you do make mistakes it's it's just because you've made a mistake it's not a reflection of your character yeah there's no judgment around it that kind of
1: helps definitely I mean I was very lucky uh, as well because my um my mum is 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 very my mum's never sort of made demands on me Mm she's never made demands on me and I think it only occurred to me the other day how unusual that is yeah actually particularly because it was just me and her yeah she's she's never made demands on me she's always been very, and I do believe like we've talked about it that you're you know when you look at who the situations and the people in your life and who you were born to and it may not seem clear at the time but you can sort of look at that and go Mm. oh that's I uh, that's why (laughs) you know what I mean yeah but I I know I needed um my mum and she's very steady yes and she's also very um she just she just um allowed me to be me you know Mm. and doesn't make demands and I think that's really important this is what you're saying about we're saying it aren't we about friendships and relationships but also perhaps as parents because I think you do sometimes you go into kind of parent mode and yeah you try and you know
0: (laughs) you do do. some some sometimes you will have these and and sometimes it'll be about you know hopes and dreams or wanting them to achieve
1: things maybe that you never achieve you can really transcend those things I think isn't it because you don't want to be spending your life playing out these scenarios that have mm. formed have come about perhaps because of some kind of mm. either absence, you know, or like dynamic that's happened as a child. You don't want mm. to be playing those out forever.
0: No. You know, it's
1: about you finding you, isn't it? And yeah. and like, okay, well and, and recognising those yeah. the influences, but then not spending your whole life kind of saying, Oh, well, you know, I'm like this because mm. I'm like this because of this. Yeah, I'm, because you know, then you're a victim to it. Aren't then you? you're just going to stay
0: stuck. Yeah. What do you think about those people that kind of just almost magically appear in your life that can't, you know, that are just put in your path for whatever reason, or those people where you feel like you found your soul tribe, you know,
1: or soulmates? What's your thoughts on that? Well, it's just it's it's amazing, isn't it? It's it's to me it's like you know i I, you know the magic of the universe which is what for me that's what lights me up about life you Mm. know and those they're so they're just so rich and valuable aren't they and Mm. then i think what i find really interesting as well is that you can you can meet like we we met only last year can you believe i know and yet i feel and i also feel very like very very connected to you and you know and to the lovely ladies in your spiritual development yeah. group. Well, that's
0: kind of like our soul tribe, it's isn't like it? It's like a soul tribe. It's grown into that. Yeah. We all have that <clears throat> beautiful connection.
1: And then I know I've got, you know, friends who I consider like soul sisters. Yeah. That have been
0: with you a lot longer. That have been with me a lot
1: longer. That. And I think that I feel there's something happening with that, those connections mm. That you've always known are so valuable, but I feel like this is how we're going to navigate. That there's a lot of turmoil, isn't there, in the in the physical world? And oh. there's a lot, you know. And I feel like it's those connections that are kind of going to help us on the way to
0: get through. To get
1: through. So, do you think you know, that, it's that support
0: people will kind of land in your life at the right time, regardless of whether that's about romance or whether whether that's about a different type of friendship whether that's about a working relationship you know regardless of the reason yeah do you think that that is a thing that yeah. people experience
1: definitely I, I definitely sort of think it's a thing. thing yeah I mean I'd really I feel I want to share about my friend Annette because I feel like that was just this huge oh yes share um it's a bit long-winded but essentially I um, went off on a jaunt on my own to South America as you do and um, I um, was very frightened and I was pushing myself massively out of my comfort zone but I'd always wanted to travel on my own I'd always said I want to travel on my own and I split up with my boyfriend and I was like no I'm gonna do it I've got no ties I think I was was like 30 I think I was 30 and uh, or 31 went up went to see my uh, my half brother who lives in Brazil stayed with him for a while then I was going off on my own to do the Inca trail he I was just gonna go to Peru and he said you you ought to go to Ecuador because it's beautiful. okay, didn't have a lonely planet guide for Ecuador which I felt a bit lost because I liked to you know wanted to mm-hmm. plan. so I went on his computer. this was before smartphones like mm-hmm. i don't don't try and work out how old i must be for that to be for smart smartphones <laughs> but anyway doesn't matter because time is just an illusion exactly um and age is just an illusion yeah anyway so randomly picked three hostels off his computer off the internet three three hostels in quito in ecuador arrived like got off the plane was panicking panicking didn't speak spanish got my phrase book out uh, randomly chose this hostel out of the three. Ended up at this hostel. Randomly chose to have um, to stay in an all-female dorm. You know, you could ch- you could have your own dorm, you could have a mixed dorm. Randomly chose that. Got into the dorm, sat there and was panicking. Was like, "What am I doing? I'm mm-hmm. on my own. I'm in Ecuador. I don't know Spanish." And after about an hour, this lady walked in and we had a conversation. And she was Danish, and she said. Um, where are you from in England? And I said, I'm from Derbyshire. And she said, oh, I used to... Uh, she said, oh, I stayed with a family. Uh, she didn't even say I stayed with a family. Oh, I I, um, I, stayed in Ulriwas, which obviously is this tiny place. just teeny tiny. Teeny tiny. I said, oh, that's funny. I've got a friend who's from Ulriwas. End of conversation. She was the right... I know that I needed to meet her. She, I was fearful very fearful and she was very brave and she had been going around south america on a motorbike on her own wow and she'd left a corporate lawyer job mm-hmm. and she was just on this journey <clears throat> yeah
0: Doing and her she thing. was so
1: inspiring to me and she really really made me feel stronger and what i needed to carry on with my journey because i was just in panic mode three days so we spent a few days together and it was great we had such fun and uh then i went out with another friend for the day and got back to the hostel and she was just sitting there sort of agape i think is the word with her um her her laptop open saying i've just had an email from and the the person she had an email from was my friend from Was. so just to get your head around that so this lady who i met randomly in quito in ecuador had an email from my friend because it was my friend's family that she stayed with in all of us, and we just sat there kind of ma- jaws dropping, <laughs> kind of like prodding each other every now and then, and laughing, yeah because what are the odds? what are <laughs> the chances and exactly I, I can you cannot no one can tell me mm. that that was not meant to happen, yeah. I needed. I mean, the, the chances the of that chances happening. The chances of that just, happening are.
0: I don't even want to say what the odds might be, but ridiculously well, slim.
1: Ridiculously slim, and not only that, but she was the person that I needed to meet. I needed to meet her yeah. because she taught me stuff. Yeah. She taught me the things that I needed to carry on with that trip. Yeah. You know. And so it was definitely a, a meant to be. Somebody's
0: been put in your path. Yeah. I mean, experience. Moment. How could it not
1: be with with the coincidence that that is? Yeah, I
0: know it's insane.
1: So it's very long winded, but it does give me goosebumps when I tell it. Absolutely, because.
0: And I, don't you think as well though? Sometimes you'll you'll have met people like from your past, and then they kind of reemerge, or you know somebody that knows them, and there's this kind of this intricate web network of people sort of start to reveal themselves to you. And you're thinking, God, you know that saying, "It's a small world." Yeah. Yeah, the amount of times I've said that more so recently probably than any other time when I've, oh, you know, I mean, we do it sometimes. I and I was like, oh, do you know her? Yeah, I know her. Yeah, I mean, I know that sort of thing is possible, but it's just, it's just, yeah, it just gives you food, food for thought that, you know, these people will come in and out of your life, and and I don't believe randomly.
1: Mm. Um
0: at specific times and then that kind of that purpose almost unveils itself. Yes. As to why?
1: Yes. Definitely. Which is what
0: I feel a bit a bit with you Siby because yes. I I remember thinking I really want to do a podcast. I really want to do a podcast. And this was a few years ago and and I was getting the nudges from my guides and I was like, yeah, I really want to do it. There's something about the audio, there's something about mm. the flow of conversation and I kept stopping myself because I was thinking I don't really want to do it with just myself. Mm. Um, and then so I kind of dropped it. And there was this on again, off again. Is it going to be with this person? Is it going to be with this person? And then when you kind of came along, I thought quite early on, I thought, oh, I think it might be with this person. And, <laughs> um, and then look, we and are, here we are. <laughs> we are here recording. Yeah. Doing podcasts.
1: Yeah. Well, I also weird how I, you, you came into my life random, very randomly as well. Because yes, I just happened to, I wanted to get, have a Reiki treatment and I hadn't really told anybody about it. And then someone I know that had come to you for a treatment. This is um, Sarah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just randomly out of the blue tagged you in or me in to one of your posts. I was like, oh. Oh, she does Reiki and then and then you do your spiritual development group and that's how we got to know each it. it that felt very much like yeah. oh this is um this is not just a coincidence. Mm. This is this is um there's a reason. Yes. And oh and now we're here doing this and And, and if you
0: rewind from that, so the, <laughs> that lady, Sarah, um, is friends with somebody else, also called Sarah who's an artist local artist right. who I met in a networking group in Nottingham and we didn't have you know we weren't like didn't have masses of conversation but we like we we chatted and we mm. got on and um this the first sarah um got in touch with me some months after about coming for a treatment, and it was because of that connection and that relationship, she told her friend Sarah, the one that you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. about it, and then she started to come to me. And then so, so if you backtrack it right, if I hadn't gone to yeah. that one because I didn't go to many of them, that one particular one in Nottingham and met, yes, that Sarah, we would not be sat here.
1: And isn't that interesting? If you could do that, if you yeah. could backtrack, rewind, and look all. at the little connections. That have occurred and the the, the alleged chance because I'm I'm not sure you know yeah. I'm not sure it is chance but yeah. the little map of of um, coincidences that have led yeah. to that yeah it's fascinating I don't,
0: it really fascinates me I love doing stuff like yeah. that yeah
1: um,
0: and just I'm just thinking about you know ending this podcast on the on the perks I mean <clears throat> for me I definitely agree with everything you said about what your experiences are and what you feel perks are. And, you know, that that feeling of being who you are, being yourself is important. And But I think that this, for me, this, this soul tribe yeah. that people are talking about, that are experiencing, your soul family, people that really get you, but more than get you, they are on the same trajectory as you. Mm-hmm. They are on the same path of learning, evolving, growing. Um, you know, being having that open curiosity wanting to you know just be in that space with other like-minded people and when i set up my group you know and everybody kind of put in their reasons for wanting to join the group i would say about 80 percent of the reasons came back like-minded people i want to be in a space with like-minded people um because the value of that then means that you're in and amongst your people where you get to thrive yeah you know and you Mm. get to be yes yourself but share these experiences and share you know excuse me vulnerability and um expression and everything else that makes you you with these people that yeah really hold the space but offer these really interesting insights and reflections back but I think that soul family and soul tribe can also come in like different ways you know and I have connections with people um, that ordinarily, if I'd have met them ordinarily, I perhaps wouldn't have had such a strong connection, but they just fall into your life and, yeah. and start to be, you know, like, you know, people talk about neighbours. A lot of people don't know that people live on their own streets or their neighbours, but mm. I have an awesome neighbour and we kind of have more of a, like a family sister dynamic mm. um, that, you know, we'll help each other out with kids or we just, it's just a very different type of relationship, but that's mm. still sort of a soul relationship because you know they they catch you in a different way they're there yeah. in, in a under a different
1: guise almost yeah definitely i mean it's it's because it's such a huge spectrum of mm. of connections isn't it of the different types of connections that you have with people and yeah i mean it's just mind blowing actually when you think about we all have those connections like every yeah. person
0: you know and there's always the milk tray you know
1: yeah and Just have, have a always the a postman. Look at my flowers. Check
0: the mail. <laughs> Honestly, don't know why I bothered emptying it. <laughs> no. <laughs> but as I said on my post, ever the optimist. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and on that lovely note, I think we've I think we've talked quite a lot about yes. the, the perks and quirks. Do you agree?
1: I do agree. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Happy
0: Valentine's Day. Enjoy the
1: love. (laughs) Love, love, love. (laughs) Bye. Bye.